We have to go back! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And I think it's time for us to give you another edition of the Flashback Flicks Movie Trivia Challenge. Challenge, 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 challenge. Number 17. 17 of these. Lucky number 17. Call that a cobbler's dozen. Oh, you get extra shoes. Yeah, uh, extra <laughs> shoes. It's not an even number, so figure that out. Uh, yeah, so if you are uh, new to the trivia challenge, uh, what we do is we like to test our movie knowledge by asking each other different movie trivia questions. Sometimes we create our own questions, but other times we have a special audience guest uh who will be the quiz master and this episode we have none other than the quiz master extraordinaire vgc kenny here mm. with another quiz for us so if you would like to send us a quiz uh you can just shoot us an email over at the email machine uh our email address is flashbackflixmedia at gmail.com and we'd love to have your trivia the way that vgc kenny does it is that they uh send a, a google doc and they just uh highlight uh, and black out the answers to the question. So that's how you know that we are actually playing honestly. Uh, and these quizzes are great because we actually have a stronger chance of actually um, winning. The, the real winner is, is is everyone who gets to gets to learn more about movies. Although I will say VGC Kenny's quizzes, uh, his movie quizzes typically, kick our back lots so yep. we really um we appreciate it and makes us better sharper yeah stronger and when we write the questions uh they're they're way too <laughs> obscure no one stands a chance especially us so oh yeah oh yeah you 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 like movies okay then what's martin scorsese's blood type <laughs> oh. oh this segment's called middle names <laughs> Which director is the only director to win an Academy Award who is O positive? Uh, <laughs> these questions will not be appearing in the Taking quiz. notes. Uh, so we are going to go straight into VGC Kitty's quiz right about now. So these two quizzes hinge on the fact that it's 2021. So if, if, if it's not, let's pretend like it is. So, uh, and this is all from VGC Kitty's perspective of point of view my top five 2011 movies which you can now review if you haven't already at this point okay it's uh, gotta be 10 years yeah right so 2011 was 10 years ago and i wanted to celebrate that since it was 10 years ago you can now review movies from that year in 2011 i was in high school and during high school i wrote for the school newspaper as an entertainment correspondent this meant i watched and paid attention to movies then more than now as a result i remember my top five movies from that year so i will give you a clue as to what that movie is and you have to guess what it is note this was at the time. There might be 2011 movies that I like better now, but didn't get a chance to see in 2011. Or they might have changed. So, Oh, yeah, totally fair. <laughs> totally fair. All right, so uh, top five 2011 movies is the first category. Mm -hmm. First question. 
In this sequel, our hero faces off against a new adversary who is Mori than meets the eye. Mori. M-O-R-I. Yeah. M. Yeah. Mori. I don't remember the full name of it, but I, I think I know what movie it is. Hmm. And this is the sequel. Yes. Okay. A new adversary, Mori. I think Mori, I just think Povich, and it's spelled very different. <laughs> um, let's see. It was Mori, then meets the eye. Um, that makes me think of like Memento Mori. Um, oh. But I know, yeah, you know, the, the, the phrase. Mm-hmm. But how crazy would it be if Memento had a sequel called Memento Mori? Oh, that would be great. Starring Mori Povich. Um <laughs> Man, I'm I'm really 2011. 2011. Where was I in 2011? Uh, I was in that weird floaty time post college mm-hmm. graduation. Yep. For a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were living together at the time, probably. Oh, we sure were. Mm. Man, good times. So that's why I think I know what it is. So I'm going to go ahead and submit my 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 guess. Uh, I think Mori is short for Moriarty. Uh, and I think this is the Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. sequel, uh, Sherlock Holmes and the Chamber of uh, oh. b- b- Book book Things. If I get the, the tagline, Book of Secrets, can I get a half point? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because I definitely did not have that. You, you get that at Sherlock Holmes, too, for sure. Um, and I think you're absolutely right. I, I whiffed it on this first one. I'm a little rusty. So Sherlock Holmes 2, Book of Secrets, Book of Shadows. Oh, gosh. Now I don't know. Book of. Let's see. Let's see. It is Sherlock Holmes, A Game game of Shadows. shadows. You have shadows. I'll give it it to you. No, I don't deserve anything on that. I didn't even get to the Sherlock part. (laughs) So you you get, I'd say you get the point. I I get nothing. I stole fizzy lifting drinks. Game of Shadows book. What is the book? Is that uh, is that Laura Croft? Is that what I'm thinking? Book of oh, uh, book of games. I don't know. I, I... Mm. like one of those travel books you take for long yes. road trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the okay. very one. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was number five, Grayson. You go ahead and go with number four. All right, number four. A man who is stuck in the past finds himself literally in the past at the stroke of twelve. Um, hmm, I think I, I think I got this one. Hmm, a man who is stuck in the past finds himself yeah. literally. In what the concerns past. me is the redaction <sighs> is too short for what I think it is. Okay, um, but I'm gonna guess Midnight in Paris. Oh, interesting. Ooh, oh, that's good. So I was thinking. Well, I know it's too late for Butterfly Effect, which is my first guess. Uh, I want to say it's Benjamin Button. He didn't really time travel, though, did he? I thought he just got reversed aged. Right. He was because he he grew in reverse, but he stuck in the past, which is like, you know, like timeline wise. Uh, Oh, sure. Sure. And then at the stroke of 12, I was just assuming, oh, no. Okay, wait, no. Is that too late? No, it's too late for that one. Right. Okay, I want to stick with Benjamin Button. My second guess was going to be Boyhood. Oh, because of he was literally stuck in the past because they they filmed it in intervals. 
Yeah. Contractually, he was stuck in the past. Yes. <laughs> I Yeah, I'm going to stick with Midnight in Paris. Let's see what it is. Yep. Wow. Midnight. Oh, I feel good about that. Very good. Well earned. Uh, I believe, Ricky, when you say wow, you mean wow. 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 How about that? How about that? Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. An American and former concentration camp prisoner team up to fight a former Nazi commander, but ideological differences see them parting ways afterwards. Wow. Okay. An American. So what are the elements here? We got an American. We got a former concentration camp prisoner. It's been a while since I've seen this, but I think the timeline works. I'm going to say Inglorious Bastards. Same. I was going to say the same. Let's see. What do we got? X-Men First Class. Wow. We botched that so hard. Well, I mean. We were like, yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, what hmm. a way to describe that movie. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> He's not not wrong. Just more um, Nazi forward than I anticipated. That, that's really that's, great. That's one hundred percent what that movie is, and one hundred percent not what we guessed. I do we great. get a half point for Fassbender? No. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Wow. Uh. Well. Let this be a lesson that we shall be more careful. <laughs> All right, this is this is a long one, so let's let's buckle up here. Um, oh, there's a, parenth- a parenthetical uh, in the parenthetical. It says this one might not be on many people's list of best movies of 2011, but it resonated with me really well. Okay, nice, good. So the clue is Topher Grace changes things up, and instead of being in a TV show set in the 70s is in a movie set in the 80s. Also, uh, like how episodes in seasons 5 through 8 of that 70s show were named after 70s songs, the movie is named after an 80s song. Ah, okay. Topher Grace movies. Oh, you know what uh, is one of my favorite 80s songs, Ricky? Hmm. It's that hit Spider-Man 3. Um <laughs> Can't get it out of my head. All right, so I got to think of other Topher Grace movies. Okay. Right. And I, because if I'm thinking about, you know, 80s movies or movies that are based off of songs, I'm thinking about Across the Universe, but I know that that uh, is a little earlier in the 2000s. Uh, Oof. That is tough. So the movie is set in the 80s. Yeah. So when I think of 80s, I think of parachute pants. I would think that the easiest way to get there would be known two for grace movies. You um, you would think. You would think. One <laughs> one shell and would think. I cannot think of another two for grace movie other than Spider-Man 3. This is really rough. Yeah. Well, and, I and and that episode of Black Mirror, that's about it. <laughs> I know that he I feel like he was a journalist because I I I specifically remember him wearing glasses. Uh, yeah. With a big swoopy haircut. Yeah. And a blazer. Uh-huh. And a wide tie. Uh-huh. And saying things that his boss doesn't agree with, but mm-hmm. he knows his right. Okay. All right. My my final guess mm-hmm. is going to be because you brought the Black Mirror thing in Topher Grace. I'm just going to say Man in the Mirror, largely because it only 
matches Topher Grace, Black Mirror, and 80s songs. All right. So my guess, um, and I, I don't know if this is a Topher Grace movie or even a movie, uh, <laughs> is Topher Grace starring in the 2011 sleeper hit, Karma Chameleon. Oh, okay. All right. Let's see. Take me home tonight. Take me home tonight. You know, I almost went with you know the aha route uh-huh. for just the eighty. Take on but, me, um, yeah. You would have yeah, been close. Uh, you you would have been one word closer. Uh, I would have got a a quarter point for the take, <laughs> but no. We spent a lot of time for neither of us to come even close. On Not even getting that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Take All me right. home tonight. Yeah, I, I remember the ads for that. Uh, but I didn't see it. But now it's on my list. No, and I'm I'm pretty confident that I could have sat here for ten years and not guessed that movie. Oh yeah, I think maybe fifteen. I think fifteen years I probably would have exhausted my knowledge. Yeah, and I think songs. just for you know we we try to be somewhat educational on on this podcast. So I think for our own um, you know sanity. Yeah. Let's just do a quick IMDb search of Topher Grace movies. Um, top ones known for In Good Company, Spider-Man 3. We got that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That 70s show. Yeah. That's not a movie. And then Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I feel at least there wasn't one where I was like, oh, dang, why can't I think of that movie? Um mm-hmm. Just crazy because I like Topher Grace. I, I do a, a lot. Oh, Black Klansman. He's great in that as well. That concludes the Topher Grace appreciation moment. But he has been in a uh, uh, an episode of the Flashback Flicks that we forgot, Ricky. He is uncredited in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, moving on. All right. Okay. So next question. Final. Uh, so of VGC Kinney's top five movies of 2011, here's number one. The chances you will enjoy this movie are a lot higher than the main character's chances of surviving. Wow. Um, okay. 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 It's a pretty short one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a guess. Oh, you do? Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I think I'm in the right time period of when this came out, uh, and that is another kind of sleeper. Film. I mean, it got some publicity just because of how they produced it, and it, it was kind of a novelty deal. But I'm gonna guess. Oh, and this is number one, so this was his favorite of 2011. Favorite okay. of 2011, yeah. My guess is the Ryan Reynolds film, Buried. Buried. Ugh, I was not going to get that, but it's 100% buried. I know that for sure. That movie haunted me. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I watched that on an iPad in a dark room laying down in my bed. So I was like, it was closest to like a uh, movie VR experience I've yeah. had. I'm very, very immersive. Uh, oh, yeah. Buried. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's buried 100%. Uh, let's take a look oh, here. Oh, oh, whoa. Remember what whoa. we said about not just jumping into the answers? Wow. Wow. Not buried whatsoever. The answer is 50 50 with yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Buried was released in 2010. So we missed it by a year. 
Oh, but yes, that's... but it's in the. I mean, we 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 know the way VGC Kenny writes these. Every word has a purpose, and we just blew right past the chances yep. part. The chances of surviving. Chances. He said it. Um, well, our chances of scoring anything higher than one point in this section are gone because Ricky, uh, you and I are tied. One one after five questions. Uh, also, a, a great movie. Uh, one of my favorite uh, roles that Seth Rogen honestly has ever been in. Uh, yeah, such a mm-hmm. sweet, uh, sad story. Uh, yeah. We saw that together in theaters. We did. Yeah. 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 It was a. It was a good time. And you know, now that I think about it, it makes more sense that fifty fifty would be like a favorite film of the year than than buried just it it, it has more to it yeah um you know what you got us you got us vgc kenny you really you really stumped us but there is a whole other part of this quiz so that concludes the my top 5 2011 movie section now we're going to go into another section called sb email movie references uh, so 2021 also marks the 20th anniversary of strong bad emails. Uh, and if oh you already know what that is, congratulations, you're old enough to listen to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> also, 21 years of the Homestar Runner website and 25 years since the Brothers Chaps wrote the original Homestar Runner book, which if you don't know what any of this is, then sorry. With the site's penchant for real-world references, I figure I should test you on this. I'm going to go through each year in which the Strong Bad emails were highly active, 2001 through 2008. Find a movie reference and ask a question about it. Hopefully, it will make sense as it goes on. Editor's note, this was originally going to be planned around Scrubs, since Scrubs is also celebrating its 20th anniversary. But the Scrubs wiki does not contain a section dedicated to telling you what pop culture references it makes in each episode, whereas the Homestar wiki does. Thank you. Well, just know in some multiverse out there, we probably did much better at this. Um, Because I do know Scrubs much better than Homestar, but maybe that won't, maybe that won't make a difference, right? Maybe it'll even out because it's references. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So my understanding of the quiz is uh, based off of Homestar Runner references, we have to guess the movie that will have been referenced from the strong bad Email. Got it. Okay, so it, it does kind of help if you remember the email, right? Um, which I did watch a lot of Homestar Runner and Strong Bag emails and all that. So there's hope. There's there is hope. hope. Okay, here we go. Starting with question number one. This was from the year two thousand one. So this question is from the year two thousand one. In the very first SB email, some kind of robot, Strong Bad refers to himself as the greatest criminal mind of our time. What movie villain who originated from comics also referred to themselves as that? I believe I know who that is. The movie villain. This is a pretty long redaction. Um, It is. Yeah. So I'm thinking it actually falls in line with a movie that we have reviewed here on the podcast. Really? Yeah. Recently? No. Uh but uh, I guess only tangentially, if you want to look at it that way, uh, which mm-hmm. isn't helpful for you. So, but it is a movie villain who originated from comics from a movie that we have reviewed in the podcast. Okay. I have one in mind that fits all those criteria as well. Yeah. Uh, who are you thinking? I am thinking Lex Luthor. 
oh, from Superman. That is something he would say about himself. Yeah, because we're dealing with a fairly arrogant. Greatest criminal yeah. mind of our time. I want to say that um, that's what Lex Luthor says in the uh, Richard Donner Superman. Yeah, no, you're probably right. I'm going to keep it DC as well and, and say the Riddler. Um, so it's possible here that this long redaction is like Edward Nygma, the Riddler, or Lex Luthor from... Yeah, so let's take a look here. And you are correct, Ricky. Lex Luthor in the original Superman. Yeah. Yes. Uh, points. But imagine points, points. if Gene Hackman just went toe-to-toe with Jim Carrey. That, that is a movie I, I am waiting to see. <laughs> yes. All right. How to vex Lex. <laughs> 2002, we're moving to the next year, 2002, in the SB email Island, someone asks Strongbad what would happen if he and Homestar were on a deserted island. Strongbad theorized that the best case scenario is that they would imagine the other as food and try to eat each other, like in the cartoons. However, that particular trope was invented in a live action movie. What famous comedic actor invented that joke? For one of their films. Oh, interesting. Hmm. See. So there was a there was a live action comedic actor, and then one of their live action films, there was this bit where they imagined someone turning into food. Huh. That's yeah, a very a very classic bit, classic trope of the desert island walking through the desert. Mm-hmm. Any kind of survivalist scenario when you're there with a partner. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like it would be it'd be older, like a yes, much older that, community. Yeah, that's where I'm thinking because I I remember there. I want to say there's a moment in the third act of Billy Madison, it, but that was a penguin. <laughs> that was a penguin that he was daydreaming about. It wasn't a person turning into food. Uh, what are you doing here, penguin? It's too hot. I'm, out I'm here. thinking. <laughs> And then I'm going to eat you. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's it's much older. I'm thinking this is like a, um, ooh, geez, uh, comedic actor. So not a team, mm-hmm. not like Laurel and Hardy right. or, yeah, or, yeah. or Marx Brothers or anything like that. I'm, I'm thinking Jerry Lewis. Ooh, yeah. That's a, that is a fair. Do you know the uh, movie or what movie that would be in? Hmm. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't know what movie that would have been. Uh, but I think in terms of naming the actor, that feels like a Jerry Lewis type bit. Yeah. Kind of wandering off and then seeing it and then react like the reaction. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking if they say it was based off of the cartoons that the trope was invented in live action. Uh, I'm going to go with Groucho Marx since Looney Tunes often will borrow or make references to the Marx Brothers. Okay. Uh, so it could still different... be Marx Brothers, but specifically Groucho. Mm-hmm. Groucho slash Marx family. Are you uh, going to put a um, movie to that? No, not even. Not even. <laughs> I could not name a single Groucho Marx movie um, if my life counted on it. Even if I were stuck on a <laughs> deserted island and the only way off was just to tell you one Groucho Marx movie by name. I'll say Duck Soup in case. I'll add on. Duck. So that's my my insurance. I'm saying Jerry Lewis. But if it is Groucho Marx, I'm going to attach Duck Soup for a possible half point. 
Very right, nice. Let's right. see what we're doing. And it's no, oh, it's Charlie Chaplin in Charlie Gold Rush, which we have Chaplin. both seen. We have certainly yeah. both seen this. Wow. Oh, very good. Very good. Wow. And we we even saw a depiction of that in yep. um, Chaplin, which we yep. have reviewed. Mm-hmm. Man, Gold very Rush. Good. That's a great piece of trivia right there. Like that's yeah. where it originated from. That's so fun. So even older than what we were, or at least what I what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just gonna do a quick look at that. Uh, oh wow, 1925. Hmm. Wow, so cool. Okay, thank you. See, the real winners are, is 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 everyone listening and definitely doing better than us. <laughs> All right, next up we have is a trip down memory lane in 2003. In the SB email, anything, Homestar takes over. When asked if he's turned anything into anything, he demonstrates how to make a wet computer out of Strongbad's computer. He then opens up a bottle of Mountain Dew and puts it on the keyboard. Soon he realizes he has a seemingly endless amount of the soft drink and sings a parody of the theme song to what movie? Oh no, so this this really does help if you remember this strong bad segment um wow a seemingly all right so let's work backwards we let's yeah. let's use the the words in the clue mm-hmm. endless amount of soft drinks so let's put on our weird owl hats uh-huh. we had to parody a movie from 2003 with a popular theme song mm-hmm. um i mean i feel like Spider-Man. I keep going back to Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man uh, 3. Yes, yes. I, the first thing that came to mind was Indiana Jones, just because I think that that's one of the more iconic, uh, you know, movie scores. Um, but that'd be hard to sing a parody to something that does not have lyrics, right? Oh, yeah. So fair. he's singing about soda, about this Mountain Dew being poured out. Mm-hmm. If it was the... Inspector Gadget theme song. Right. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to say the answer is Scooby-Doo. And it, it was something like Mountain, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew. Wow. Endless amounts of Mountain Dew. Yeah. I'm yeah, because Scooby-Doo. and that that would fit because that's I mean, you know, it is a TV show theme song. Scooby-Doo has had several animated movies or animated specials. Mm-hmm. At the very yeah. least, and mm-hmm. at I want to say 2002, the live action Scooby Doo movie will would have been out, so 2003 would be ripe for the reference. I'm just doubling down on saying that you have a good idea, and I don't have a really solid. Premise. I'm going to stick with Indiana Jones, even though I'm sure it's probably wrong. Show me that. Well, of course, of course, never ending story, and it turns into the never ending soda. Story, the never-ending soda. Yeah, very. Of course, yes. That's uh, yeah, that makes we, sense. Endless. There are sometimes when you can think too hard. Um, <laughs> and know what I'm what, what I'm realizing, Ricky, is that all of these answers have connected to movies we have reviewed. So, oh, which is something VGC Kenny has done in the past. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. We're trying to think outside the box, but really the box has the answer right there for us. We are the box. <laughs> we All are right. the box. 
2004. What a time to be alive. 2004. And the SB email, Dangeresk3, Strong Bad apologizes for not making Dangeresk3 and makes it up by showing us the director's cut of Dangeresk1. In it, there's a scene in which Dangeresk drives to the office at a high speed. During the drive, one of the hubcaps comes off, referring to this film, which is one of the first renegade cop films, and it's Car Chase. So this mm-hmm. is uh, this is a, a renegade cop movie. We're looking for the original movie. It's yeah. it's a car chase, famous car mm-hmm. chase. Now I know Ricky that I just said he's referencing movies that we've done. Yes. But I'm going to answer with a movie that we have not done, but have mentioned in passing because you and I saw it together in our film class, one of our many film classes together. Mm -hmm. And that is Steve McQueen's Bullet. Ah, yeah. So it's a very small redaction line. And so I'm I'm going to stick with Bullet as the answer. Yeah, I'm going to go with Heat. Mm. Um, for similar reasons, short redaction, uh, and, uh, it's one of the first Renegade Cop films. So it's like, it it could be that, or, I mean, honestly, my first guess was speed. I think it was speed, right? We all thought it was speed. Oh, that's a Renegade Cop. Uh, Um, but, but older than other Renegade Cop movies. Right. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to double down on your, your mention of it being, movies that we have reviewed i'm gonna stick with speed speed okay. one f- first gear yeah. and i'm gonna stick with bullet just because i know oh first gear they should have really yeah all right and what do we have here it is bullet oh very nice well earned grayson appreciate that you know i went to the parking garage where they in chicago where they where they filmed it it's very if you have not seen bullet it's a great movie Iconic chase scene through a parking garage, uh, a la Dark Knight. Um, but oh, wow. I would say even more, uh, even more intense because of how they had to shoot it. So, um, yeah, bullet, cool. Well, it's nice to get a point that evens it up now, Ricky. At, it does uh, one one for this segment, two two for the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. It's still anyone's game. Let's head on over to 2005 in the SB email. Best thing. Strombat shows us the best thing he's ever seen, done, and eaten, which is the cartoon Limousine, but they're in space. A cartoon modeled after several 80s cartoons. In an Easter egg, the drummer Mary asked why he was made overweight and given red hair. This exact scenario played out when they translated the film Ghostbusters into the TV show, The Real Ghostbusters. Which Ghostbuster was made overweight and given red hair? Ooh. Oh, you definitely know this. I do, but it's... Okay, I gotta go... Okay. I mean, so was, got, it, was it Egon? Did they... No, so I remember... Um, Egon was given blonde hair. Oh, right? that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, e- like Egon. Tall, like cone type. It had that rip curl in it. Yeah. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Okay. It seems uh, like it'd be a, um, not a Venkman thing, but a stands. It feels like Ray stands, they would have made overweight and give them. And stands is, is Bill Murray, correct? 
Now, Venkman is is Bill Murray. Stans uh, is um, oh Egon. E- Sorry, Egon was uh, blonde hair. Um, Stans was was Ackroyd. Okay, I want to say, mm, I'm going to say Venkman. All right, so you're going Peter Venkman. I'm going Ray Stans. Let's see what we got here. As Ray Stans. Oh. Well done, Grayson. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like that would that makes sense because. Yeah, in the original Ghostbusters, Ackroyd really, he was not overweight, but he got heavier throughout his career and then lost weight and stuff like that. So I think when they were interpreting characters, mm-hmm. they made him a little bigger. And I remember noticing that in, in the TV show. I cannot explain the red hair. I don't Why the hair color changed for multiple characters is bizarre. Well, well Grayson, I might not have the answer to the trivia question, but I do have the answer for that. And that oh. is merchandise. Oh, I see. You got to make it a little more distinct. Yeah. It's like, oh, is this this other Ghostbuster with this same color hair? No, it's a different Ghostbuster with a different color hair. That's why got it. he has blonde hair. Hmm. Bunch gotta of brunette dudes. Different. Not great for merchandising. All right. Interesting. No. All right. 2006, Ricky, the year we graduated high school. Oh, oh. Takes wow. us back to high school. Back. In the SB email cliffhangers, it ends with Strong Bad's computer being lappy napped. <laughs> the kidnappers left a ransom note along with the Lappy's comic key, which Strong Bad refers to as the Lappy's pinky. This is a reference to which Coen Brothers film? Um, excuse me, Ricky, while I reread that in my <laughs> mind. So we're looking for a Coen Brothers film. Where there's some kind of uh, pinky left behind. Oh, man. That, so he, here's the thing. This is one of those references that um, I have seen in so many movies and surprisingly kids TV shows uh, where I understand. Like I knew the reference, but like I, w- I will probably be today years old uh, when the answer is revealed because I'm like, oh, yeah, like. Uh, how many movies have you seen where someone's finger has been left as like a ransom uh, for something? I'm like so many, so many, and so, so many. I'm gonna say Big Lebowski. Okay, you're going. Is Lebowski. that Coen? Is that Coen? Yeah, Brothers? that's Coen Brothers. Yeah, for okay. sure. That it it this redaction seems too long for Fargo, but it seems like something that would happen in Fargo. But I'm actually gonna. I'm, the Cohen universe, it is very difficult for me to separate events in the Cohen verse to me. Um, I I know it's not, oh, brother, where art thou? Um, I'm going to go with Barton Fink is what I'm going to throw out there. Going full on Barton Fink. Let's see what we got here. It is the Big Lebowski. Look and at that. Well circle done. gets the dude. Ah, oh, circle yes. does get the dude. I thought all all severed body parts were turned to ash in that movie. I it's worth a rewatch. We definitely need to review that movie, Ricky. That oh, is a blind sure. spot for us, for sure. Ricky, that ties it up. That ties it up three three for the game. Three three. Two more questions. It's eighty one's game. Let's open up this next email from 2007. In the SB email Nightlife, Strong Bad briefly talks to a sleepwalking home star who is dreaming he's a Girl Scout. 
Specifically, he mentions he's part of a specific unit, which is the name of a movie. Mm. What movie is that? Okay, I gotta, I gotta guess. Oh, you yeah. do that quickly? Yep. Just because I, I lived there, I've seen the signs. Um, my answer is Troop Beverly Hills. Troop Beverly Hills. That's great. That's the answer, and I was never gonna guess it. So uh let's take a look. Let's take a look. It's Troop, Troop Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. Wow. Every time I passed that sign, that's a very stylized sign, I would think of Troop Beverly Hills. Yep. Troop Beverly Hills. Not that far from uh the Die Hard building. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's not that far from the real Ghostbusters uh, <laughs> animation studio. This is where they use all of the red hair dye. And I believe all that is about half an hour from Marty McFly's place. So oh! It's, it's all where it's happening. Yep. Nice. Right there. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. The final question. Uh, Grayson is in the lead. I could either tie it up or Grayson can win this edition. Of the trivia challenge. I could really use that win. But let's see. 2008. In the SB email buried. Oh, now it's buried. (laughs) Strong Bad finds a piece of tinfoil buried under Strong Badia with a drawing labeled Babby Alien. Wow, I really don't remember Strong Bad stuff as much as I thought I did. Which leads him to believe he is an alien left on Earth as a larva and remain undisturbed until an elderly oatmeal enthusiast disturbed him. This is a retelling of what movie? Oh, okay, so he's boy. like a dormant alien that was brought forth when an elderly oatmeal enthusiast. So a Quaker. Ah. Okay. Okay. Wow! 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 You got that from that. I was. I was not <laughs> near. It took me till the last question to really get inside the mind of EGC Kenny. Uh, and yet I am still at arm's length. Um, okay, so Quaker. Or maybe maybe that translates to farmer, which could be like Mon Pa Kent. Oh. Watch it just be Superman 2. Gosh, that's tough. <laughs> Left on, but but there's a difference though. It says alien left on Earth as a larva and remained undisturbed until yeah. an elderly oatmeal, a Quaker, disturbed him. So right, Superman it wouldn't was be kind of su- immediately disturbed. Yeah, right. Immediately found, immediately raised. Mm. I am going to make. I'm going to take a stab at the late '90s movie. Actually, uh, mid to late. Evolution? Oh. Was that movie about aliens? <gasps> Wait, no. I would want to say uh, Strange Encounters of the Third Kind, but the redaction is so small, I know it a can't close be enc- that. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Close Encounters. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, it is a small redaction, and I, I don't think we're at the point where we're making K-Pax <sighs> references again. Um, uh, wait, hmm. no, is it not? Uh, well, no. Because it's not alien oh is that cocoon oh it's probably i'm I'm gonna say cocoon i have not seen cocoon but i am currently watching the ron howard masterclass and so i'm gonna say Ah. cocoon yeah okay uh i am going to um i'm gonna guess critters 
Okay. I've never seen that, but I know that was basically like a Gremlins kind of offshoot, um, sure. which I know is a late 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I only really know about that movie because Raphael went to go see the movie and the live action Ninja Turtles movie. And he's just like, people pay money for this stuff. Ridiculous. Uh, so that's my answer. Critters. Also, what's Tremors about? Is that a thing? Let's see. It is Cocoon. Okay. Very well done. Oh, thank Uh, you, Ron Howard. Wow. It certainly was. (laughs) Uh, All right, Grayson, go ahead and tell them the masterclass promo code that we have. Oh, man. Can you imagine if we made money doing this? Uh, no, so uh, Tremors is a 1990s horror sci-fi movie, basically about some, some uh, like the sandworms, the little sandworm thing oh, from yeah. underground stuff. It's That's the only this, thing yeah. I really know about Tremors. Got it. Uh, Kevin Bacon but, is in yeah. it. Look at that. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I was looking for the, the short redaction and started second-guessing Cocoon for Tremors, being like, well, maybe they're down there because they were left as an alien. But, yep. uh, yeah, that is uh, – it is definitely Cocoon and Cocoon. The word's lost all meaning for me now. <laughs> and uh, that brings the final tally for Trivia Challenge number 17 to Ricky 3, myself 5. Oh, it feels good to – it feels good to win one of these. I got to be honest. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice well earned Grayson thank and you. thank you for for watching all the master classes that led you to this victory <laughs> uh seriously no this was really great thank you so much VGC Kitty for supplying yes, well this quiz and thank you for taking us down your own uh timeline of uh movies that you loved from the year 2011 and reminding everyone just about the great joy of homestar runner again if you'd like to send this over a quiz just shoot us an email uh over at the email machine uh, our email address is flashbackflixmedia at gmail.com you can also hit us up on our social media platforms if you do have a piece of trivia just find some creative way to redact the answer even if you just have to scroll really far um to see the answer so that uh, we can play it live and you know, play for points and have fun. And let us know how you did on the trivia challenge. Did you beat Grayson or I? You you definitely did. Probably, you, yeah. You, especially me. Uh, let us know what you thought about the trivia challenge on our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at Flashback Flicks. And if you want to see a Cocoon reboot uh, starring Topher Grace <laughs> and directed by the Coen brothers, let us know that too. We'll get the Kickstarter going. That's yeah. right. Get that campaign going. <laughs> Uh, It would also mean a lot to us if you could leave us a rating and review on your podcasting platform of choice. You know, we do these trivia challenges every once in a while, uh, and it would, you know, we'd love to know if you would like to see more of these. We love doing them. We love coming up with questions, and we also love uh, asking each other the questions that you have. So uh, let us know. On a scale of one to five uh, never-ending story references. Mm, mm. Or uh, one to five Ghostbusters who have yeah. been uh, highly, uh, what was it? No, uh, 
Yeah. Altered. Thank you. Uh, on the scale of one to five, highly altered Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, I'd say one to five, uh, imagining your friends as food, because yes. um, that means you got a lot of friends uh, yeah. and a lot of food and yep. life is good. Yeah. <laughs> and be sure to tune in next time right here on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. Until then, remember to be kind and rewind. <laughs>